0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to pepe's parley and joe pepe Manuelli. and um getting ready for week four already um i gotta say though we are off to a phenomenal start like a ridiculous start like i i just feel i can't do anything wrong start uh and you know my uh my business partner and good buddy eric Bernsey, uh, EB always tells me to stay humble, you know, even when things go well. But uh, I'm not gonna lie; it's uh... it's getting hard to stay humble when you're getting so many things right. So, um, anyway, we'll we'll have a look at what happened. I'm gonna just, you know, I, like like I said last week, week two we ended up, you know, not doing great, but we didn't do terrible. We we still won, but let me go through um the uh the results from last week we'll, we'll we'll kick off the show that way uh we'll go through the week four slate uh spent a couple of great uh days in vegas just got back actually about an hour ago um the wifey and i headed down for a couple of days uh while our daughter was at a school trip up in yosemite she's you know coming our way, on our way home right now as we speak um and uh we started off of course you know, being in vegas um we, we took advantage of uh, all the, the sports betting opportunities. And the first thing we did is, um, you know, I, I did a little video from Vegas. Hopefully you guys saw me on social media. And uh, I told you guys to bet on the Lions. Uh, that was actually a bit of a no-brainer. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we, uh, we, we started off the week a little bit early. The show, we're doing a day late. But I gave you my picks over Instagram, over social media. Uh, My good uh, buddy, Henry, our social media director, did a great job of editing that clip. Uh, I had a fabulous room at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. The guys always take great care of me. So uh, without further ado, let's go through uh, the results from last week. Here we go. I'm going to put this into slideshow mode. Hopefully you guys could see that okay. All right, and so let's go off and start off, and we'll review the games. Like we, uh, we picked the the Niners at minus four and a half uh, over thirty-seven points. So we got that OU under, absolutely nailed playing the teaser. Um, we basically, you know, called this game, you know, verbatim the way it, it worked out. Um, the Niners were just way too much to handle for the Giants, the Giants did not score a lot of points. Had we played the Niners and the over on their own, the Niners would have covered, but the over would not have. And, and it's one of these things where you don't want to get stuck in the garbage point situation. Uh, but we had two units on the, the Thursday night game, which hit. Uh, I'm just gonna jump to the results. I'll show you guys what we did, but Pats, Packers, Miami. So like, these are the results. This is where we ended up. Uh, we We hit Thursday night football. I almost called the score bang on. I think I said 32 to nine or something. And Henry chopped it up so that, you know, obviously when I'm that accurate, we'll put it out on social and and show off on how well we did. Uh, The early parlays, the Pats over the Jets. We are going to continue to fade the Jets. The Jets are just so bad. You know, the Pats actually had played against my Dolphins the week prior. I thought they did really, really well in containing the run. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about Miami here, obviously. Uh, I love the Packers versus the Saints, Uh, the Packers at home. Uh, The Saints are a much, much better team at home than they are on the road. We got that one right. I mean, that Miami Broncos game, 70 to 20, uh, I expected it to be a mismatch. I actually said Miami by 12. I didn't expect Miami by 50. I didn't expect it to be a game where you, you you saw so many points scored. The most amazing thing about this Miami game, though, is that Waddle, our number two wide receiver, wasn't even playing. And we rushed for over 400 yards against a Broncos defense that really isn't that bad. You know, if you actually take a look at them on paper, they should have been able to stop the run, at least contain the run a little bit the the message here for the nfl and for the afc is that this miami team is much more than tyree Hill. that's who gets the headlines much more than and what happens if Tua gets a concussion this is a guy like mostert who can play the game we have this great uh um, rookie running back a cheney who basically rushed for over 200 yards and four touchdowns in his first full game this miami defense off miami offensive line is legit And the defensive line is getting healthier. The defensive backs, Jalen Ramsey, is going to be playing in that November, early December time frame. My Miami Dolphins are just going to get better and better and better as long as they stay healthy. More on that later. But the big thing here is we start off the week. We hit the $200 teaser, $100 bet win $600, we're up $700. We go to the late games. Seattle versus the Panthers, Seattle at home, get that one. Seattle covers, very exciting game. Cowboys over the cards. What the F happened in that game? Um, Well, what happened in that game in retrospect, and had we actually done a little bit more research going into the game, was that three of the Dallas Cowboys offensive line members, the starters, did not play. Uh, so that thirteen points probably would have been a little bit harder to swallow. Maybe I would have not touched the game at all., uh, but what a huge surprise surprise that was. Everyone's expecting the the Cardinals to be, you know fading and 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 throwing the season. so they go after that number one uh, Caleb uh, pick for the for the quarterback of the future. next year, these this cardinal team is playing with pride. And the cowboys i mean what can you say i mean it's just fun to shit on cowboy fans because they're just the most obnoxious fans ever and then the chiefs and the bears i mean like the bears i'm i'm a big justin fields fan and and people are being really tough on this kid i've said this over and over and over again the bears problem is the same problem that you see with a lot of other teams you're only as good as your own line the cowboys showed us this you can't have three starting offensive linemen and you're playing against the nfl in the nfl against any other team and expect that you're going to be okay and you know justin fields has no support he has zero protection in the pocket even though he can run and scramble uh, it doesn't matter against the chiefs team now that's also getting better they have all their players back and of course this was the Taylor Swift game um, and, and all the fun. I, I think it's great, by the way, I think it's great for the game that that we're addressing that, that we have so many people that are so into this whole Taylor Swift thing. Um, and, you know, you have a, a whole new group of audience uh, members. Um, you know, Kelsey has the number one podcast now on Apple podcasts, which is amazing. His sweater sales are up 400%. I love it. Right. But uh we got two out of three on that Sunday late parlay, which is, you know, something to be pretty proud of. Uh, nobody saw the Cowboys losing outright to the Cardinals. And if you said you would had that, then you were lying. Uh, I would have, you know, my bad for not doing the research on the injury report. And by the way, I say this with all of my picks, always check that injury report where there's key people that can go missing that it, where it can really, really affect um, an outcome of a game so I think of a guy like a Vaughn Miller who's a middle linebacker for the Buffalo Bills who is not playing against Miami I think those kinds of positional players um, Who can put some or an edge rusher that who's not playing if you can't put pressure on the uh, on an NFL quarterback if you give any NFL quarterback Time in the pocket eventually someone will get open eventually they're gonna hurt you uh, And then we went to the Monday night football games. This one was interesting. So Eagles minus four and a half covered easily. This was the breakout game for the Eagles that they really, really needed. Um, you know, they are one of three undefeated teams in the NFL. The other two are obviously the San Francisco 49ers and the which which we had last week, and of course the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are the only AFC team that is undefeated. Uh, the Niners and the Eagles, you're setting up for a big battle. And look, it's early in the season. We don't want to get too, too excited here. However, Miami Niner or Miami Eagles repeating in the Super Bowl. Not a crazy thing. I actually like Dallas. I think Dallas is going to bounce back. They're going to be in the mix. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to be in the mix. You know, uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills are going to be in the mix. So Long story short, we hit three frickin' parlays. Cincinnati, by the way, that was a tie if you got them at three. I played them Sunday. The line moved towards the Rams. So we got Cincinnati at minus two and a half. We hit the parlay. That means $100 bettors on our bets basically made $1,000. We're up 1100 for the season. So we remember we had a great start to week one. We gave some of it back in week two. We made it all back in week three. We're plus $1,100. And to keep that momentum going, uh like talked a little bit about that lions. I, I asked, I asked you, <laughs> I didn't ask, I actually suggested that you guys play uh the Lions on the money line. Uh the, the reasoning behind it was that the Lions will be able to run against the Packers. Here's what's happening now. We have three weeks of data that we could start looking at some matchups. When I looked at this game, the thing that really stood out to me was the Lions' running game is, is actually quite amazing. They have a very good running game. They're very well set up. That offensive line is set up for the running game. Uh, however, they also have some pretty cool offensive threats, which they showed early. And they scored early on the Packers and then were able to establish the run. And that was my prediction. That was my call when I did my analysis. I just I looked at the number of yards per carry the Lions were, were, were getting, and the yards per carry that Green Bay was giving up and even though it's three games into the season, you can start seeing these disparities and, and we decided to back the Lions, right? So uh, Lions on the money line, straight bet, plus 100, one unit, that was it. We didn't play with the over under uh, for that purpose. Uh, I had a little bit more on the Lions in in, uh, in Vegas and I took the missus to a lovely dinner at Nobu at Caesars Palace as an outcome. Uh, then let's talk about the absolute uh, most exciting game of the week is it's going to be that Miami Dolphins are going to be playing against the Buffalo Bills Dolphins are traveling to Buffalo Waddle is playing mostly healthy Miami Dolphins team with the exception of Jalen Ramsey who's probably the biggest guy there who's missing but everybody else is playing Uh, that Miami offense is now you know, multi dimensional, something that Dan Marino never had. We have the ability to throw the ball, and obviously, we can run the ball. We have two exciting running backs uh, with Mostert and with uh, Achain. Uh, we have two of the fastest wide receivers, Tyreek Hill and Waddle, both are playing uh, on Sunday. Um, the Miami Dolphins are a track team folks, they are not a football team, they are a freaking track team. Um, you go into that lineup, even Berrios, who's like the third pass option, the guy's a freaking stud, right? Like these guys are running four, three, four, four forties. So, uh, and they're playing a Buffalo Bills team who played much, much better last week. You're starting to see them come together. However, no Von Miller in this lineup still. And I think that's the difference maker. Miami Dolphins last year in the playoffs had that one game and we had our third string quarterback in the game and I got to give you you know the truth on that one man like Miami played the Bills tough and uh I was in the game at, at the game at the end of the season when Tua got hurt uh the big snowstorm and you know we almost beat the Bills at home uh with our third string quarterback who basically did very little there this is a game of reckoning for the Dolphins the Dolphins are going to be going back in there With a chip on their shoulder. They're going to be going into much better conditions. Um, and no Von Miller on the, on the Bills side. I love the Miami Dolphins in this game. I'm wearing my hat, my color. I think the Dolphins go 4 and 0. The Bills are at 2 and 2. We'll pick up a two game lead. And that really sets up Miami exceptionally well to win the AFC East. Now, if they don't, then the Bills and the Dolphins are both at three and one, and it's going to be exciting. So we'll see what happens. But uh, I like the Dolphins, take the two and a half points. I think they're going to win outright. Uh, and Bernsey, who uh, I I, I uh, you know talk about betting with a lot, I know he's going to be liking the Bills. But I'm personally putting my own money on Miami. I Actually, placed a little bet when I was in uh, in Vegas, uh, and I'm hoping to be able to cash that in and give me a reason to go back. The second game is my uh, back up the truck, don't tell the wife how much we're betting pick of the week. Uh, Of course, I'm talking to you about the um, Houston Texans uh, who are playing at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers who I am not really a huge fan of. I mean, I, you know, there's a few really fun, exceptional, Players um, on defense, especially um, that stand out with the Steelers. Uh, Pickett is still trying to figure it out. Um, the Houston Texans, though, they are a young team that have been, you know, they're basically in rebuild mode. They have been in rebuild mode for quite some time. Uh, I really, really like the Texans to win this one outright. Um, we are three and on our back up the truck. Don't tell the wife how much we're betting picks. Of the week, uh, Let's try to make a 4-0, and they're going to be the second leg of our Houston Texans-Steelers uh, uh, matchup. Uh, and then for our last game, we have the Minnesota Vikings are playing against the Carolina Panthers. I mean, both these teams are 0-3. I really think the Vikings are much, much better than that, uh, than, than how they've been uh, – they're, they're, they're being represented, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, my Vi- The Vikings are at minus three and a half on the road. If you haven't won a game yet, the last thing you want to do when you're 0 and 3 is play at home in front of your fans. So I think a lot more pressure on uh, the Panthers to come out with a win. I think the Vikings uh, finally win one. Um, and I think they win handily probably by seven or eight points. Uh, I really, really like the Vikings at minus three and a half. So, my three picks, again, I'm personally gonna play the dolphins on the money line. They'll give me like a one plus one twenty, plus one thirty. Uh, I like the Texans, which will pay about the same thing, and then the Vikings minus three and a half. A hundred dollar bet will roughly pay between seven hundred to seven hundred fifty. That you're gonna end up in and around that range. However, for the purposes of us tracking it on a more conservative basis. Uh, take the points on that Dolphins game because a lot can happen in a uh, AFC East, uh, you know, divisional rivalry. These two teams are going to be going at it all season long. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this game. Um, you know, make yourself some popcorn and crack up a few beers. Uh, it's going to be a great, great show. Uh, then we move to the late part, the late parlays. Uh, there's a lot of games in the afternoon where you have huge, huge spreads, and so we favored. The uh, the favorite teams, even the road favorites, especially if they were double-digit favorites, um, everyone except for the Dallas Cowboys, the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys, won handily and covered. Uh, so I'm going to go back to the same philosophy here. Early in the season, you want to win handily. You don't want to screw up. And even when you're handing the ball to your backup quarterback or your third-string running back, you these guys have a chance to play and the depth of the teams that are favored is much much bigger so they're not playing not to get hurt some of these guys are playing for jobs so let's go first of all with the chargers the chargers i think turned the ship around last week they looked really really good they've got some really really exciting uh weapons defensively is where the question marks have arisen I love, love, love this game. If you're going to be playing fantasy football, I love this game to stack. I think this is going to be a really fun game. I think Jacobs and Devonte Adams uh, on the Raiders are going to have great games. I think the Chargers are going to score a ton of points. This is going to be a 55, 60-point game. Uh, but I love the Chargers to cover. Probably a 35 to 24 or 35 to 27 type game. Uh, and they are playing at home against a Raiders team that quite frankly just could not put anything together last week. Uh, then we go to uh, the Cowboys who are, you know, going, are playing up against the New England Patriots at home. Six and a half point uh, favorites. Look, I really, really like uh, the uh, the Pats and, and how they've played. I think they've played commendably so far. Um I have to say though that the cowboys are going to get two of their three off, uh, offensive linemen back from what i read today keep an eye on that you know on that report on that injury report look at those offensive linemen and make sure they're back if the if their own line is healthy if they get two maybe three other starters back the cowboys are zero match for the patriots so uh i i think that the the cowboys win easily six and a half is a lot to give but They're coming off a situation where, like, they got embarrassed, man. Like, they lost to Arizona. So this is a bounce-back opportunity. I love these uh, home favorites after disappointing the previous week. They're going to want to show up in front of their fans. Uh, So I'm going to go with the Cowboys again, but this time covering the six-and-a-half points. And then finally, look, we're going to stay on this whole train of playing. This is a road dog Eight and a half point favorites against the Jets. And oh my God, like, did we call the Jets collapse or what? I mean, I called the Jets collapse and I have the Instagram post to prove it before Aaron Rodgers stepped on the field with the flag. And before he took his four snaps, I said the Jets were going to be the last team in the AFC East. They are absolutely heading in that direction. They can't get anything going offensively because they don't have a freaking offensive line. We talked about this last week. Now, with Aaron Rodgers, who can get rid of the ball quickly, they probably would have gotten away with 500 ball. This is going to be a horrible, horrible season. And when I hear this horse shit about Aaron Rodgers being able to come back, with Aaron Rodgers being able to come back and play and, you know, and make in, in the playoffs, when Aaron Rodgers comes back, this team is going to be three and nine, right? And I don't even know where the three games are that they win are, are going to come from. So I think the Chiefs are rolling right now. They're healthy. They signed up all their holdout players. They've got all the Taylor Swifty fans behind them. They got some great energy. A lot of people are excited about the Chiefs. They're playing in New York, but it doesn't freaking matter. It's raining like crazy Uh, in New York right now. They're expecting eight inches of rain. Keep an eye on the weather, but I still don't think that matters. I think the Chiefs cover easily because the Jets can't score. They just won't score a touchdown. If it, it, the Chiefs' defense is really, really solid. So, second parlay: Chargers, Cowboys, Chiefs. betting the three C's on the on, on the uh, on the late parlays. And then finally, uh, the Sunday night game. We have one Sunday night game here um, going on. We have the Seahawks traveling to the Meadowlands uh, playing against the Giants. I mean, look at the beginning of the year. Um, you saw what happened you know, with the Giants or big market team, the NFL would love to have a winning team, you know, from New York do well, right? Like at the end of the day, you got two primetime games now, these were in the schedule. They really were hoping that the Jets and or the Giants were gonna be respectable. And unfortunately, they both suck. I actually think the Jets suck a lot more than the Giants, but the Seahawks are again, a super, super solid team. They, are, they have so many weapons. Um, I love they have three wide receiving options now with a great rookie that they signed. They've got Walker, who is one of the best rookies, who's, who's playing in his second year, uh, who's running like crazy. They're, they're establishing that run game. You really have uh, just too many weapons for the Seahawks to, um, to stop for the Giants. Like Seahawks minus one is basically saying that they're slight favorites going into Monday night football so i'm going to back the seahawks we're going to go two units on the seahawks game uh to to wrap up the uh the week this this week we did one unit on the lions which you know hindsight's twenty twenty, but it's all good i look between the thursday and the monday game which one i like better i just really like the seahawks game better uh than uh the the lions game but you know green bay impressed me kind of sort of green bay at home was tough but the lions basically ran them over. Uh, so those are my bets. Those are my picks. Um, and you know we are here to help you. You know create a little bit of damage. Uh, we're here to help you. Uh, you know hopefully uh, take some money from your bookie. And uh, also happy to answer any questions you might have. So if there's anyone in the audience that uh, is interested in hitting that knock button? Go ahead and do so. Uh, right now, I've seen, yes, there's a uh, Steve uh, Luker telling me about Gabe Kapler having been fired. Um, not much of a surprise there. Uh, I mean, I guess you got to do something, right? If you're a Giants fan, we're going to talk a little bit about baseball. But uh, I will leave the baseball conversations to uh, Eric Burns and to Will Clark who are infinitely more qualified than I, to talk about that. Uh, I think the Giants played basically where we expected them to play. They're a 500 team, um, just because of the new format, they had an opportunity to make it, maybe make it, but they didn't. Uh, so it is what it is. Uh, all right, folks, so look, uh, happy to make this one short and sweet. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my recap one more time, if you're just joining me. Lions on the money line, uh, which we hit, so we're already plus one unit on, on week four, Sunday, early parlay Dolphins over the Bills plus two and a half. I'm going to leave it up to you whether you want to take the two and a half points. I'm going to money line it myself because I am absolutely on the Dolphins bandwagon. Texans, I love against the Steelers at home. Texans are the surprising team of the year. Um, they've got just actually they a really fun team to watch and, and, and they're a super well coached team. And the Steelers just haven't impressed me. Uh, and then finally, the Vikings starting to turn that Viking ship around. Pardon the pun. And I I really, really like this parlay, to be honest with you. I love the early parlay. If I'm going to pick one between the two, Dolphins, Texan, Vikings uh, for my first parlay. Sunday late parlay. Chargers at minus five uh, to continue rolling, get a little momentum going. Uh, the Cowboys bounce back game of the week after that big you know letdown and blowout that they had against the Cardinals and then finally the Chiefs to just pound the shit out of the Jets uh the hapless Jets and we'll see how, how, you know, what they do if they end up signing someone to play quarterback. I mean, I love people saying, oh, we need, we need a quarterback. You don't need a quarterback. You need a freaking offensive line. You ain't going to fix this by signing some quarterback who's like a second stringer for, you know, a, a divisional team that's in, in the bottom half of the league. You know, the number 30 ranked quarterback in the league. I ain't going to help you. Um, but, uh, then we go to, uh, to the Monday night football game, which again, I really, really love. I I really love the Seahawks, um, to win on the road against the giants, a team that just has not impressed me that much. All right, guys, um, and girls, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, and for, um, uh, for listening to Pepe's Parlay, uh, as always, I'm going to be uploading this episode to whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be. I'm a Spotify guy myself, but we're gonna be in 17 different uh, podcast platforms. So I'm pretty sure if you have a favorite podcast platform, Pepe's Parlay is gonna be on there. Uh, We're gonna upload this, uh, we'll say by four o'clock Pacific, seven o'clock Eastern Friday night. So you have access to these picks. Uh, Make sure to join us. I'll be back on next Thursday at uh my usual time and uh shout out to uh tony bruno and robin uh they're coming on in a half hour at four o'clock pacific uh i did want to take i'm actually going to jump onto tony's show because i won uh his last